0: Okay, hey, so we're now on take four of recording the episode, and uh, so far, Shannon's called me a gym bro and a douchebag.
1: It's a good start to the morning, guys. I don't deal with technical difficulties very well, which Simon has very quickly had to learn uh, the mouth on me, really, yeah, when, yeah. when the computer's not working.
0: She gets a bit mouthy when she uh, gets too comfortable in the friendship.
1: Feel as though like that's not <laughs> the best way to put that. <laughs> to be
0: honest. Yeah, I didn't think that through when I said that. (laughs)
1: Did you think anything through? Hey,
0: don't be rude. (laughs) (laughs)
1: This this episode is off to a great start, (laughs) really. We're
0: about 10 seconds in and we've already lost the plot.
1: I mean, it's a record for us, but it's definitely something that eventually happens in every episode, realistically. So no one's really surprised. Um, what are we What are we talking about today, Sim? What's our, our, our topic of choice? We're
0: talking about situationships.
1: We are, eventually. We're going to talk a good 20 minutes of shit like we usually yeah. do. And then we'll talk about situationships. We'll do some micro topics. We'll, we'll get through all of that. And then we'll actually get to the meat of the episode.
0: We'll do 30 to 40 minutes of just talking absolute crap. Um, and then we'll do five minutes on situationships. And then um, maybe like, and then that will be it.
1: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, yeah. No, that's that stands about it's about a standard episode for us these days, really. Um, quick update on where we are with applications, yes. for people. Before we go any further, because um, we almost forgot to kind of do that last time uh, in the previous episode. So, Sim, yes. u- updates.
0: So we've um, we've extended the uh, application time for another week.
1: Mm-hmm, that is correct.
0: And we've also lowered the age range, so you can be twenty one and up
1: you, that you actually just remembered all of that. I mean, I know we only spoke about it like five minutes ago, but good Get job. Me.
0: How's good the recall on him?
1: Oh, Guys, I think everyone's going to be really impressed because the, the level of recall when it's come to application related things in previous episodes has not been great. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even remember our own website for a second there in the previous episode. But that's okay. And then
0: there was that episode where um, I I was introducing the topic and I'd just forgotten the topic.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We are a professional outfit here at Farmers and Charmers, everyone.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear me.
1: Oopsies. Yes. As Simon said, we are extended for another week. Uh, So if you were listening to this on the Friday, the episode comes out. That means applications will now close on the 13th of August, Uh, so you'll have an extra week, and yeah, 21 and over, so get your applications in, and to all those people who are under 21, who, or sorry, under 24, who did message to say, like, we would apply, but we can't, thank you, it was really nice, like, I just, I appreciated that people were actually, like, wanting to apply, Um, so it's only because of you guys, we actually lowered it in the first place, because we did get a few messages from people who were under 24, who wanted to apply and couldn't. So good job, guys. Power of the people. people. Well done.
0: People between 21 and 24 want love as well, Shannon. I mean, they
1: want other things more often, I find. Yeah. But who am I to judge?
0: Exactly. If they're you applying, know? then yeah. that, that's probably a good sign. If they want is. other things, they wouldn't be applying.
1: That's true. Remember, guys, this is a like a dating podcast. We are trying to find you like a girlfriend or a boyfriend, hmm. not anything else. So, you know. Also, for those that are wondering if they should apply or not, as much as that's what we're here, like we're trying to do, please remember it is just a date. Like no one's saying you have to marry the person you get set up with. You apply and if you get set up with someone, it's literally just a date. And if you don't vibe with the person, Simon and I let them down for you. Like we literally take the shittest part about not liking someone away from you. Yeah. And we tell them for you. You don't even have to let them down. Yeah. So, yeah. Farmers and charmers, it's great. We take away the two shittest part of dating, actually having to find someone to go on a date with. No one likes doing that in the first place. All you have to do is turn up and if you don't like them, that's it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: We we make it very easy.
0: And and if you don't if it doesn't work out, it's good practice as well.
1: That is exactly it. It gives you a great practice to yeah, just talk to someone, you know, of the opposite sex. Or of the same sex. We still haven't had any same sex people apply, but by all means. We're, we're here for it. No age upper age limit as well, you know. We've happened to have any like 50-year-olds listening to the pod? Feel free to apply. I'm still looking for a date for my mum. Hasn't changed. <laughs> got to get her off my hands, if not I'm going to have to look after her when she retires and I don't want to do that. No. Yeah. Um anyhow, what's what's Goss Sim? What's been going on?
0: I mean, work's been very quiet mm-hmm. because of all the blooming rain. Mhm. At least all the insects are drowned. Am I right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, so is literally everything else. But yes. Yep, and the plants along <laughs> yep. with it.
0: But uh yeah, it's been very wet, so I'm hiding. Been hiding out in the office. Um There's not anything to do. So No,
1: you can't get onto fields at the moment. You can't you get, get onto fields, yeah, Shannon. You no, into you're right. Into paddocks, spit, spit, spit. Wet.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit damp. But we've got a good spray week coming up, so I'm expecting some action.
1: Excellent. Love that.
0: What else? I had a mate's thirtieth. Last weekend, did mm-hmm. the did a speech. Mm-hmm. So
1: you love a speech.
0: I actually don't. I hate public speaking.
1: Every time I've had you, like you've said that you've gone to a thirtieth so far, you've given a speech, whether or not you've been invited <laughs> to or not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but like, uh, or yeah, I, I, I at at um the other one that I did a speech, I am pretty sure I bombed out. But this one, I practiced really hard, and I think Aww, I did a you good job. practiced. Yeah, I That's practiced. That's cute. Yeah, and I got lots of laughs as well. Oh, good. And but the thing was, it was like. I didn't know many people there as That well. makes it
1: easier, I reckon, when you, reckon? you don't know anyone. Yeah, nah,
0: I reckon harder.
1: Because well, no, you don't really care so much what they think, you know? Did,
0: did you want to hear my opening line? Please. All right. <laughs> so Elliot and I must have this weird friendship, weird one-sided friendship where he doesn't bother showing up to my 30th and I have to do a speech at his. <laughs> do you like that? I do.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel as though speeches are just supposed to be and not so subtle roasting. Yeah, but that's yeah, the yeah. whole point of a speech. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am um, the MC next year of a friend's wedding.
0: Oh damn! Which is
1: a lot of pressure. But again, it's like two of my friends from the UK who I don't I don't know anyone else there. So I'm like I can literally say whatever I want. I don't I don't care. Like,
0: <laughs> I, I I'd like to see you doing that.
1: Me being an MC. Yeah
0: yeah yeah. I
1: reckon yeah. I'm gonna go all right. <laughs> so I've got some ideas ticking around in my head. <laughs> Uh, you know, make it make it interesting. So I was the one that introduced them originally. So like my opening line is going to be something along the lines of, you know, we think we're all here today because of Charlie and Chris, but we're actually all here today because of me, because I was the one that introduced them. So that's, that's yeah, yep. righto. Yep.
0: <laughs> Are you a good public speaker?
1: <laughs> Most of the time, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: hmm. I have
1: I have no issues with public speaking.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I think I, I'm probably. I reckon I'd be comfortable in front of a camera and a microphone, but I don't think I'd be. I'm just. I just freak out when I'm in front of a crowd.
1: I mean, it is. It's not enjoy. I would, when I say I'm good at public speaking or like I don't mind it, I don't find it super into, like There's people that really froth it and like they like it, They really, really enjoy it. Mm. I wouldn't say I enjoy it. I'm just like neutral mm. on the idea of public speaking. So
0: it'd be good to get better at it. I'd like to do like a like a course. Of course, or
1: something. there are lots of courses that you can do on. Public speaking things, really? there are yeah yeah I can I can send you some links if you like.
0: I've heard of people doing courses and just being being a completely different person.
1: Well, it gives you a lot of confidence. Yeah. Even that, like, if you're good at public speaking, then in general you tend to be better at like speaking to strangers, going up to random groups, and all those sort of things because it's a very similar skill set. Ah,
0: I see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh.
1: Um, anything else other than public speaking? I mean,
0: well, I have to do some more public speaking this week so okay. for work. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm. I'm going to take my newfound confidence to that.
1: Excellent. I probably would get a different opening line. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, just it's just talking about like, it's just going to be talking about trials and stuff. So be easy. Just in in it's, the paddock in front of a few growers. It's
1: your bread and butter in that case. So you'll feel like you'll be fine. You think so? It's my bread and butter. Oh, thank yeah. you. You're well, welcome. Yeah. You're an agronomist. <laughs> I would fucking hope it's your bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, cool. But yeah, other than that, um, up for Perth for the weekend. Booked mm-hmm. booked Monday off, so nice little longie for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, a few beers. How always, about you?
1: Always a few beers. Um, what has been going on with me? Not a lot, really. I'm off on annual leave this week, which I'm really excited about, just for a few days. Going to head down to Yelling Up with a girlfriend for a couple of days. Nice. Which should be lovely. A little break before our field day season kicks in and I work like six days straight for the next month. So Six days straight? Like do six day weeks every week for oh. the next month, pretty much. Um, so that's fun. Love that for me. But um, that's okay. These things happen. What
0: field days are you heading along to?
1: Um, all of them. Minganu. Minganu. Yeah. Dower in it. Not Darren. sure about Newdigate yet. Oh, not we sure find, about Newtigate. Yeah, we well, the team. Five weekly only sends so Minganu and Dower, and Darin we send the entire team too. Yeah. Whereas Newdigate they only send a couple. So I'm still oh. waiting to find out if that is me. Yep. Or not. TBC, yep. also heading down to Esperance in between Ming and uh and Darren for uh, Weed Smart Week.
0: Oh, Weed Smart yeah, Week. Yeah. Nice. I heard about that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Excited trip to Esperance. Not going to say no. It's going to be terrible weather, obviously. It's going to be absolutely freezing. But never say no to a free trip to Esperance. Yeah. So thanks for weekly. Um, but that's about it that's been going on uh, work-wise. I realised the last episode that I had what I think is a fantastic story to tell that I totally forgot about. Uh, so I've been, I've been and I purposely haven't told Simon this yet So Ooh, at, at all. So I'm really, I'm really excited about it. So if you guys will all remember, yourself as well, Simon, uh, very, very early on, I think it was actually when we first started recording the very first episodes of this year, I'd gone on a few dates with an English geologist yeah, who yeah. had been friends with a guy, another English geologist that I'd been out with yes. last year. Anyhow, we obviously stopped seeing each other. I alluded to the fact that... He like had lied to me and it wasn't a major lie, but I was like just lied to me in general and I was like, yeah, like not a vibe, so we stopped seeing each other. Anyhow, didn't end terribly by any means. Like I have nothing against the guy. All fine. Um I got a message from him uh about, about a month ago now.
0: Oh, here we go. Um A month ago.
1: What? Yeah, this is this is it's taken me a while to remember to uh, tell this story. So hang on, let me find it. Oh, it's probably only like two, three weeks ago. Um, hang on. Where are...
0: My mind is racing, and what this message what this could is. say. So,
1: you guys will remember that I—it was actually, yeah, it was pretty close to a month ago. Um, in June, I took over the being the editor of Farm Weekly for for a few few weeks there. Um, so, I got a message from him. So, he—the farm, or sorry, the site that he works off at—is right next to a farm. So, he deals with a, a couple of farmers near the site that he's at oh. quite regularly, um, and one of the farmers. Like he would mentioned to one of the farmers back when we were seeing each other that he was seeing the journalist from Farm Weekly and the farmer thought it was great. So he sent me a message about a month ago saying, hey, the old farmer at work mentioned there was an article or something about you being the editor or something in Farm Weekly. Congratulations. And I was like, thanks. Like I was just filling in for my boss for a few weeks. Um, But it was a good experience and then said it was really nice of you to message. And he replied to say, huh, I can't remember what he said exactly, but he mentioned you. And then he started asking about you and what happened between us. And I said, I fucked it.
0: Oh, God. And then he just
1: left it there. And I didn't reply. I was busy at work. It was like midday. And then about two hours later, I got another, another message from him saying, oh, my God, I just realized how that sounded. I meant that I told him I messed it up, not that I fucked you. You know what I mean. Sorry.
0: Wow. <laughs> wowzers, wowzers,
1: just, wowzers. It was just so entertaining that he really felt the need to clarify that, Anyhow, that's my story.
0: Oh, damn. That's,
1: that's where the story ends. There's, there's no, like... There,
0: there was no end. more back and forth after oh, that. Oh, we thing? have, like,
1: we messaged a little bit back and forth, but, I, like, I have no intention of seeing the guy again. So, ah. like, that, that, I, just, I just thought it was really entertaining. Also, he just popped... Out. And also, it was really nice of him to send a message to say, like, you know... Yeah. Heard about this. Well done. Um, anyhow, that's my story. Um, and other than going on holidays... I don't really have anything else.
0: He was hoping that you would got do like a, a any chance you want to catch up. Type yeah, thing.
1: definitely. 100% that is what he was aiming for. So yeah. anyway.
0: You feel so smug about it as well. I
1: really do. Yes, you are correct. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> zero, zero surprises there whatsoever. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed every part of that interaction. So anyhow, mm. micro topics. No micro
0: topics this week. I'm absolutely devastated. I don't have anything funny to talk about.
1: Excuse me? Sorry. Excuse me? (laughs) What? What?
0: (laughs) I know, right? Yeah, it's weird. Usually I have some good...
1: Normally you have some excellent micro-topics. I know, I know. You didn't want to bring up the pooping in a relationship thing that we're talking (laughs) about before? (laughs) No?
0: That was a joke, Shannon. That wasn't supposed to be brought up.
1: Well, (laughs) we're here now. (laughs) So
0: Shannon asked me what we wanted to talk about today. And I said pooping in your pants in a relationship.
1: This is the stuff I have to deal with, guys. I'm trying to have a serious conversation being like, you know, what topic do we want to talk about? What are our listeners going to get value out of? And Sims like, shit in your pants. (laughs) Like, great. Oh,
0: fuck. Sorry.
1: Great. Um, well, it does actually. This wasn't a micro topic that I planned on discussing, but it does. It does like lead into it. Where do you stand on like farting in front of your partner in a relationship? How I mean, like can you do that at all? Like how how long do you have to be dating for before you can fart in front of each other?
0: Well, as far as I'm concerned, um, like if I'm in a relationship with a girl, I. I want to be wondering if she even ever does number two. Like I wanted to be that secretive about it that I don't even that I, I, I'm I'm concerned if she ever does it. That's that's the level of how much I want it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the look of <laughs> your face. <laughs> She's not happy.
1: She's not happy. <laughs> And this, everyone, this is a really good example of what is wrong with men in today's society. <laughs> yes, Simon, I'm a lady and I uh, shit rainbows and fucking fart sprinkles. So, like,
0: yeah. Um, I would prefer to never, ever hear my partner fart, ever.
1: But are you allowed to fart in front of her?
0: I mean, in an ideal world, I could get a girl where I can just go for it, but I'm aware that that's not... Um, that's not going to happen. So I will just never fart. Well, I'll try not to fart ever as well. So then it's, so then she doesn't feel like she can get away with it. You know what I mean?
1: What if she accidentally farts in front of you? Accidentally? Yeah.
0: Oh, I guess I could let that slide.
1: So an accidental fart is okay, but you won't let people purposely fart. You don't want a woman purposely farting nah, around you. Nah, so I, I like I'm actually okay with that simply because like I'm not someone who will ever like I don't find farting funny. There's people out there that think it's really funny <laughs> to fart around other people. I don't get it. So like I'm never gonna purposely <laughs> fart around anyone. But like obviously it does accidentally happen from time to time. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like I'm not I'm not horrendously opposed to that, you know, that that idea. Yeah. As long as you're not out here farting around people left, right and center thinking it's hilarious. It's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. You're not doing that? No. No, no, no.
1: Well, this got onto an interesting (laughs) side topic. Standard behaviour from Simon and Shannon, really.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. It's fucking hard holding them in, though.
1: It is hard holding them in. Yeah.
0: I have a trouble with that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What do you do in those situations? Do you, like, excuse yourself from the room? You know? (laughs)
0: I can't believe we're talking about this, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I'll wait until she's left the room or something like that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You try and hold it in for as long as possible. Yeah, pretty but the much. trouble
0: is if you're holding it in and then you fall asleep, then mm-hmm. what, you don't know what happens
1: after that. Is this where the whole shitting yourself comes in? <laughs> yeah, that's where the shitting yourself comes in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Full circle. Look at that. <laughs> what about burping in front of a partner?
0: Um, doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother you? No.
1: Uh, again, purposely burping or accidentally burping?
0: Uh, I mean, if you're like on the beers and like, you know, in a group or whatever, I think it's fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you're on a date or something, then no.
1: You would attempt to, to hold that. I like
0: cover my mouth or something mm. and just burp into my mouth. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't like belch or anything.
1: Belch, such a gross word.
0: That actually reminds me. When I was at college, I got called into the principal's office because I belched loudly when I walked past the reception. Can you believe that?
1: In college? Yeah. Like in university.
0: Yeah, at like, university.
1: In, like I could understand maybe in high school. It still doesn't make sense, but like fucking some private schools have, you know, very, you know, that's disrespectful, Mr. Leek. Yeah. But really, university.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, I can't believe that. I wish, I wish I could go back in time and like redo that meeting with the principal and like...
1: Have that conversation again?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's just unbelievable. Like, seriously, you call me into your office because I burped. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Not, not ideal.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I do. Well, now that we've gone on a total my uh, tangent, I do actually have a proper micro topic that I wanted to talk about today. Um, kind of comes in the version of of a question slash uh, micro (laughs) topic. Um, uh, when you are dating someone, regardless of how for how long, and you start watching a TV show together, what is Like the protocol around watching that show.
0: You have to watch it, continue watching it together.
1: Always. What if you, like, it's a second or third date and you've, like, gone over their house and rather than putting on a movie, you've put on an episode, like a couple of episodes of a TV show, and you're not actually even 100, like, they haven't, you haven't really, like, even started talking about if you're gonna see each other again. Do you still wait to see, or can you go ahead and watch that by yourself?
0: I feel like it's implied that you continue watching it together.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: but mm-hmm. that being said, I <laughs> I wouldn't be able to resist. Like if I really liked the show, mm-hmm. I'd just say ah oh, fuck him and just keep watching.
1: Would you then pretend that you haven't and go back and watch those episodes again?
0: Um, depends. Depends how much I liked her. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Hmm. This uh, this came up because I had a friend of mine message me and she was like irate so there was this guy that she'd been saying that she was like had been you know dating for like a couple of months probably so it's not like it was like super super fresh by any means um and he yeah when and what like they started a tv show and then um like didn't see each other for a week and then saw each other again and she was like oh why don't we finish off that show and he's like i've already finished it and she was like she messaged me she was like i'm like not being a crazy person here right like i'm allowed to be so pissed off and i was like that's a fireable offense. Like that is such a red flag in a relationship. If you oh. like, because they were like, they knew that they weren't going to be seeing each other for a week, but like, it was very clear that they were going to be seeing each other again. <laughs> Absolutely not.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So angry. I, I, I did that to my friend recently. We stuck We were watching um, Don't Fuck with Cats on Netflix, and um, like the next time she came over, um, I, she was like, "Oh, let's finish watching Don't Fuck with Cats," and I was like. Yeah, okay, sounds good. Like, yeah. I just pretended that yeah. I hadn't watched it. Mm-hmm. And then we, like, flicked on the TV and sh- and it was like... Oh, you can see that it's been watched. Yeah, been you're watched, an idiot. She, like she, Yeah, she, she, was, she was wild.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, it's just not okay. <laughs> and it's the same, like, you know, my housemate and I have shows that we're watching together. If I come home and see that she's watched that without me, you kicked out. You don't yeah, live here anymore. Yeah, Get out of yeah. my house. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I've done it to again as well. I finished watching a movie we started and um, now she's just saying that she won't watch anything with me
1: anymore. I do not blame her in the (laughs) slightest. Frankly, I don't even know why she's still friends with you. You (laughs) ever do that to me, this podcast is over. Like, (laughs) that's it, we're done. (laughs) The disrespect, I just, Um. I can't deal with it. Like, I remember last year, uh, this, this is going back legitimately almost a full year at this point, but I was seeing a guy and we started watching a TV show. And he did FIFO. And we were kind of like, it was it was very casual. Like, we didn't see each other all that much. But I, like, waited legitimately, like, a full few weeks, month after we had, like, more or less stopped seeing each other before I kept watching that show. Like, just to make sure, because I didn't want to be rude. Just, I just waited until I was like, nah, we're definitely never hanging out again. I can officially watch this what by myself. The, show? Uh, the Haunting of Bly Manor. Never heard of it. It's on, it's on Netflix. Highly, it's, it's, if anyone's into, like, the, like, you know scary show shows. Is it a doco or? Um, no, it's a ten part, like you know, one of those like short oh, ten part series, series but yeah. all, all fictional. Um very, very good. So
0: I'm really into the doco series about like um like interesting cases, that kind of stuff mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. moment. Really? Yeah, like enjoy true them.
1: crime sort of, sort, sort of stuff. Sort yeah. of, yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Don't fuck with cats was good. Really like that. What is don't
1: fuck with cats?
0: Uh it's this doco about this like guy that uploaded um, A photo of him like torturing a cat, basically. Anyway, people like banded together to try and find this guy, and then he kind of realized that everyone was like out to get him. So like he like left this weird internet trail for them to like chase after him, and he ended up like murdering someone.
1: That's insane. Yeah, and sounds sick. I will definitely be going to watch that. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of a true crime. Series. If anyone has Stan, Dr. Death on Stan can highly recommend. Dr. Death. Dr. Death, yeah. Right. yeah. Highly, highly, highly recommend that one. Uh, it's fucked up, but it's good. Yeah, right. Uh, Farms and Charmers, come here for all your Netflix recommendations, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, all
1: right. Well, that was that was my micro topic. Okay. I'm, I'm glad that we're on the same page with that one. Well, you're not on the same page because you do it to people, but you admit that it's very douchey. So I was right calling you a douche earlier. It's not douchey. It it's is just douchey. Selfish. It's well interchangeable terms, really. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Should we get talking about our topic? What about we, about what? our topic. How of fi- how far do we get of talking shit until we talk for five minutes?
1: Uh, we're about eighteen minutes oh, in 18 at this minutes, point. Right. So That's a, so we're not gonna have to too do bad. Some
0: filling in with this. Topic. We're actually going
1: to have to properly talk about it. Our, our actual topic for today to yeah. spread ourselves out to a normal length episode.
0: Before we get this out, did you actually, did your power go out last night? No. Oh yeah. Did power yours? Was out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, and you went that far from me last night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. No, it was fine. Well, I might have gone out, but I went to bed at like midnight, so. Oh yeah. If it yeah. went out at you know two o'clock in the morning, I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was fast asleep. I spent my Saturday night watching Lord of the Rings, guys. I'm really happy about it. That's peak adulthood right there.
0: Yeah, Lord of the Rings is one of the best trilogies of all time. It is
1: probably it is the best trilogy of all time. Yeah,
0: it's master. They're all masterpieces it's, it's, in their it, own it, right. It's an,
1: ab- it's an absolute masterpiece. Although I got really further. Sorry, we're going to talk about our actual topic, and now I'm going to go off on a rant about my own friends. Sorry, guys. Um, uh, we one of
0: them didn't like it.
1: Yeah, but just if you're watching a movie that you don't like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like don't sit there so the two, like we watched it with so there's four girls in my group, my little, you know, my close little knit little group of friends. Um so it's the four of us and one of their husbands and the husband and wife and myself love Lord of the Rings. So we were really excited about this. And then the other two had never seen them, didn't know if they were going to like them, et cetera, et cetera, which is why we had agreed that we would just watch the first one all together. And then if they liked them, then we would continue to watch the others all together at some point as well. Yeah. And if they didn't, we wouldn't. And then just the three of us could yeah. have our own little mini viewing party. I third wheel them all the time. It's not weird. Um, so, yeah, we got I and mean, we literally got like half an hour. We were watching the extended versions, which in all fairness, like the extended version of The Fellowship of the Ring goes are for, like – the best versions. It, well, they're the only versions to watch, but the, it goes for three hours and 40 minutes. Like it's, it's really not a short experience by any means. Um, we watched the Blu-ray, like them on Blu-ray. They yeah, literally yeah, are separated to. into two separate discs because there oh, isn't yeah. enough room on one disc to hold the – And there's like, 20 the entire, gigabytes on a Blu-ray yeah, disc. like – They're large films. Anyhow, literally got like half an hour in and the two that had never seen them before were just like sitting on the corner of the couch like whispering to each other. I'm like, yes, they were trying to stay quiet-ish but you could still hear them. And we were just like, shut up. And then it got to the end of the first part. My friend was like, do we really have to watch the second one? Like, do we have to keep going with this? How can you...
0: I could literally watch all three Lord of the Rings movies and be on the edge of my seat and then watch them all again and... And still be on the edge of my seat. That's how good they are.
1: Yes, 100%. And it pisses me off. One, it makes me question my friendship with them that they don't see it that way. But even so, I'm like, luckily it wasn't me that ended up pointing it out, but the wife in the husband wife combo turned around. She was like, Kiara, if this is a movie that you really wanted to watch tonight and other people were saying this about it, like, you would be getting really pissed off that everyone, that like people were saying this. And you'd be getting really annoyed that like people about nothing and are not wanting to keep watching it. And you would want them to like, you'd think that was rude. And she was like, yeah, but that's different. And we're like, no, it's not just because it's not the movie that you wanted to watch. Yeah. But this, is, this also you signed up for this experience. Like we <laughs> told you how long these were going to go for and you were on board. Like you can't just bail out halfway through.
0: This is like, this is back to, um, we, this is back to an episode where I had a rant about, um, girls who have a problem with guys with light up keyboards. So, Some girl, this is a girl thing, they've got a prejudice against fantasy stuff. So it's like, oh, there's swords? That's so lame. Yeah,
1: there was one point where she was like, what whack-ass movie is this? When they were like, you know when the um, the has are being like birthed out of their little like mud bath thing? Yeah. Yeah, she's like, what type of whack-ass movie is this? And we both looked at her and we're like, fantasy. (laughs) Like, she's like, that's not even realistic. We're like, it's a it's fantasy of course it's not realistic like you realize that the hobbits have like big hairy feet and they don't wear shoes right like what part of this from the very beginning seemed realistic to you honestly like suspension of disbelief is literally the entire point of watching a fantasy movie anyhow we got through it in the end and by the end of it she was like the second part was better than the first part which the First part of the like, it's obviously a lot of like, char- like story building and character development in the first part of it, so like yeah. introducing it all. She was like, it got better in the second half. She still is not invited to the viewing of the second and third Fuck because no. I'm not dealing with that. So, if anyone else wants to come along instead to when Kayla Bradley and I uh, watch parts two and three of the extended editions, uh, feel free because Kiara and Danielle, you're not invited.
0: Are you excited for the new Lord of the Rings um, uh, MMO game coming out? Shannon
1: what? <laughs> I'll play video games But I don't have any problem with any Are you excited about the new Lord of the Rings yeah, I'm pretty keen game?
0: for That's it good. It's still a while away But okay. yeah I'll definitely play it I was a huge fan of Shadow of War And Shadow of Mordor So mm-hmm. they were pu- they were great games mm-hmm. They um, they actually used the um, Batman game engine to make them And I was a huge fan of the Batman games So go. um, really good series And it's just a, um, a good um, story offshoot Mm-hmm. This, they built it into the world. Mm-hmm. I thought.
1: Well, I'm glad you're excited about it. So. I'm not I'm not really a video game person myself, so like I can't oh. I can't relate to the excitement. But I'm glad yeah, yeah. you're excited.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The only game I've ever played in full in my entire life is Assassin's Creed.
0: Wow, and yeah. they're shit. Probably Rude. the most overrated game series of all time.
1: Thoroughly enjoyed Assassin's Creed, but I'm an absolute history nerd, so I kind of like I got like I enjoyed that side of it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: I'm pretty excited for Assassin's Creed 27.
1: Is there's been that many. It <laughs> probably is, has is been, that, to be is that, is that the joke? Did you yes. watch the Assassin's Creed movie? Yeah, it was rubbish. Yeah, that was that was terrible. Um, anyhow,
0: there's not many movies that they've made based off video games that have been good. Are there Name any? Name one. There's heaps. Tomb Raider. Oh,
1: but like any that all Tomb Raider was a good movie. Are there um, any? Are Prince there any others Persia. that are
0: good? No, there's no good ones. Hitman, crap.
1: I'm having to think. The the Lego movie, but that that's... Was Lego ever a video game as well?
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: I thoroughly enjoyed the Lego movie. I oh, thought really? that was actually really good. <laughs> I don't know if that's based off a video <laughs> no, game. No, I suppose no. it's more based off the... I mean, like, Lego is also a video game. Well, can't, like, there are Lego video games, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, that probably doesn't count. Is there a Crash Bandicoot movie? No, there's not. That'd be a good movie. I love Crash Bandicoot. On another note, now that we're somehow talking about video games, I went to the cinemas uh, on... Like a week ago, when this comes out for the first, I have not been to the cinema in so long, and I went to the Gold Class at Belmont here in Perth, nice. and you can hire out the Gold Class cinema and the big with the big screen to play Mario Kart on. That's sick!
0: What Mario Kart?
1: Like the uh, well, I'm, what, I'm, like would Trevor one? I don't know. I didn't. I well, can't say I looked into it in that much detail. Like it just appeared on the screen, and I was like, that is. Sick.
0: So Mario Kart Eight or Mario Kart Sixty Four? I reckon, or... yeah.
1: No, I reckon it'll be like the, the, the Switch version. The, yeah, the most recent one, nice. I would say. Nice. And also in my mind, I'm like, just, could you also do it like with Mario Party? Because that oh, would be a lot I of love fun. Mario Party. Can you imagine it like playing on a big screen, sitting in those comfy ass recliner chairs on a massive screen with like ten people playing Mario Party? Well, you can only play four player. A Mario Party. Yeah. No, you can't. In the like Wii versions and stuff, you can play with more people. You can
0: play with more than four people. I'm
1: pretty sure, yeah. Uh, huh.
0: Where me? I mean, this
1: is like you're going back to Nintendo 64 days where you could only plug in four controllers. It's, it's definitely expanded since then.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, um, in a couple of weeks' time, me, my brother, and his partner, and my sister are having a Mario Party pizza party night. So
1: I'm very jealous about that. That sounds um, like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, pretty keen for yeah. it.
1: Mm-hmm. Very jealous.
0: Yeah, so I've got a switch. I'm currently playing Mario Odyssey at the moment, really enjoying it. What is
1: Mario Odyssey?
0: It's the most recent Mario game.
1: Okay. Yeah. can't say I've ever played a single Mario game other than Mario Kart and Mario Party, and frankly, I didn't know there were others, so... Yeah.
0: Well, they're based around Mario games, mm-hmm. yep. So this is where Mario is the main character, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Today, anyway, this is getting t- a bit Today boring. is a learning day. Anyhow, guys, we've now been talking about Lord of the Rings and Mario Kart for about t- close to 10 minutes, so... <laughs> 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 All right, um, situation ships. Yes, Shall we actually discuss our topic for the day? Yeah,
0: what are mm. they, Shannon?
1: Um, that That is a good question. Uh, my definition of a situation ship is always just. Like, a, it sits somewhere in between, like, a friends with benefits and a relationship. Yeah. You know, it's where you're dating someone and you're doing all the dating things. You know, you're probably seeing each other multiple times a week. You're having sleepovers. You're going out on dates. Chances are you've, like, started to meet each other's friends, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But there is no label on it whatsoever. Yep. And it's some weird, like, gray zone in the middle of, the, like, dating sphere.
0: Yep, Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think you've ever been in a situationship, Sim?
0: I think I've been in plenty of situationships, but um, as the – because there's two sides of a situationship. Do you want to just explain that? I would
1: say there's there's potentially even three sides to a situationship. So there's a situationship where both people are equally on board with what it is. Yep. You know, like they're kind of – it's just that, yeah, both people kind of know that that's what's going on. And then there is – the situation, like where one party is Wanting keeping it. it in that limbo, yeah, and the yeah. other isn't, yeah, and obviously in yeah. that in that situation, it could be either the guy or the girl that is keeping it in Lim- limbo. Is a great word for a situation ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure someone else has probably said that before, and I'm not as smart as what I currently think I am. But <laughs> man, I'm on fire. today. <laughs> oh.
0: So, yeah, now that you've explained that, I think that I have been in plenty of situationships, but as the um the one keeping it in limbo. The
1: the instigator of the limbo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what was your reasoning for keeping it in limbo?
0: Probably commitment issues.
1: <laughs> well, at least you can admit it. <laughs> 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 Look, I think this is situations where you ships con- like occur really, really often when one party like really likes spending time with the person that they're with and they want all of like the girlfriend or boyfriend perks, but they do not want any of the girlfriend or boyfriend commitment. Mm. That's ultimately what it comes down to. They want to be able to, yeah, spend all their time with one someone, have that person's like support and caring and effort and all those bits and pieces, but they also want to be able to go out on a weekend and hook up with someone. And not technically be in trouble because mm. they're not dating that person. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It's, it's a very, very big grey zone. Yeah. And I do feel, like I reckon quite often when you, like almost every relationship these days for at least like a vague little period in the middle there was a situationship. Like you you do kind of have to pass through that stage in dating today to get
0: yeah. to yeah, being
1: in a full-blown relationship. Yeah, It's just that, for most people, like or when it, when it works well, the situationship only lasts like a week or two mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe a, you know three weeks yep. where you're in some weird limbo where like you're spending all this time together and you're making all these plans, but you still don't really know where either of you stand and what's actually going on yep. and then you have a conversation a few weeks down the line and you're like, oh no like okay, we're in a relationship now yeah yeah, yeah. situationship as I say almost guaranteed it's just that for some reason there are particular circumstances where those situationships last. Four months.
0: Oh, they're just—it's just inevitable that that's all it's going to be. All it's
1: ever going to be. It's never going to be anything more than that. But yet, one person like really wants it to be more than that, so they keep hanging around for even longer. It's just there's <laughs> so many reasons why they happen, why people stay in them for longer than is necessary.
0: Yeah, you know. And I've—I've I've, now come to think of it, I've pro- like there's been probably a couple of times where, oh, probably more than a couple of times where I've been on the other side of that where. I want to be in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And that sucks, that position. Well, you're just
1: holding on. Yeah. You're like, maybe if I stick in this for long enough, yeah. it'll eventually become what I want it yeah. to become. Okay, so here's the question then. What would you say is the difference between just being like friends with benefits and a situationship?
0: Uh, well, uh, a huge amount. Like friends with benefits, it's just like a mutual you know what's going on and there's no feelings and it's just a good arrangement whereas situationships you're you're doing a lot of things that relationship people would do you wouldn't do that with a friends with benefits
1: mm-hmm. would you
0: yeah like you wouldn't go out in public and like do dates or whatever mm-hmm. hold just, hands and yeah. do all that
1: couple-y stuff yeah yeah. yeah 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 so it is like it really is just a real weird murky zone in between just hooking up and actually being in a relationship
0: yeah Yep. Have you ever been in one?
1: I have she been has. in so many. Again on like both sides of of the scale. Yep. Um I would say that when I've been the instigator of the situation ship limbo, it hasn't so much been commitment issues but just that I'm god this is going to make me sound like such a terrible person. Just that like I actually know that I don't want to be in a relationship with that person but I am enjoying having all the relationship perks Mm. like it's as simple as that because i'm not like it's not that i was afraid of committing to that person it's that i actively just didn't want to but i was enjoying yeah having someone like to hang out with kind of whenever i wanted you know being able to see them multiple times a week it was kind of fun to like have someone to take to events with me and whatnot if i wanted to like rather than having to go to those things alone like to have someone to bring along but then mm, it like, yeah, still not having to bring them if I didn't want to. Yeah. And all, like, you know, if I was going to a party where I knew there was going to be other people that I might want to talk to, I didn't have to bring that guy with me. But, like, I could yeah, if I didn't want to go to it by myself.
0: But there's plenty of, um, there's plenty of evidence to say that a situationship could blossom into a relationship, couldn't it?
1: Yeah, well, as I say, like, I do think that every single relationship that's formed these days has to pass through situationship limbo for at least a little bit. And I'm sure there are lots of times where people have been in situationships for months and then eventually it has actually blossomed into a full-blown relationship. Like there's no no say, if you're sitting here listening to this being like, man, this is what's going on with me at the moment and you've been in that stage for six months, we're not saying that that's never going to become a relationship. It still very well could.
0: It's so common for people to be like, like, I've had friends that have, like, started seeing someone before and, and, like, I remember, like, talking to them about it and then being like, oh, I don't know. Like, they've had, they have reservations mm. and then, like, a couple of months later they're in a relationship.
1: Mm. Well, I even think about this. Like, so my brother started seeing a girl around December last year. It was Mother's Day, May, that they became official. They were exclusive that entire time pretty much from, like, probably February at least through to May. And like, I kept telling him, I was like, you realize realized you're in a situation because you're, you, this is exactly what you're doing. Like you're doing all of the relationship things. You're just not putting a label on it, which is just dumb at this point. Like you guys are dating. So why not just call your girlfriend? He's like, he's not my girlfriend. We're just hanging out. I'm like, you're doing this to yourself. Uh-huh. Like you guys are idiots, but neither of them wanted to be the one to admit that they were actually in a full blown relationship. So yeah. they just kept themselves in some weird little sticky limbo situation for way longer than is necessary. Because they're idiots.
0: Yeah, that's weird though. That, uh, an exclusive situationship.
1: I just say, I do think that they can exist as well. Mm. But normally, I like. I feel as though the situationship is just where you're like withholding something from that person to make it go all the way. So, like in the case of my brother and his now actual girlfriend, like they were withholding just the title from each other for some reason. Where some people could be in an exclusive situationship. They're seeing each other. They're doing all the other things, but. They just won't introduce that person to their friends and their friends still, mm. and that's what kind of leads you to still be in that limbo. That's a big red
0: flag, though, not situation introducing your friends at all.
1: Yeah, it's it's a, such an interesting one. Um, why do you think this, like, or how and why has this trend, so to speak, come about in the first place?
0: Uh, probably because um, in this day and age, people are so aware of like having better options, mm-hmm. like. There's like this uh, mentality these days where people are always looking to upgrade Mm -hmm. and I guess that's where there's that no committal situation where it's like, oh, I don't want to be fully committed in case something better comes Mm -hmm. along.
1: The grass is always greener, that like mentality that you don't want to go all in with someone and say in case something better comes along afterwards. Yeah,
0: and I think that that is just so prevalent these days because of dating apps and, Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, that kind of stuff.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think the whole like situation that we've kind of come up that a lot of people have where dating is this kind of little, I hate to use the word game, but it is a game where no one wants to seem to be the one that cares the most because there's that whole idea that like the person who cares the least holds the most power. Do you reckon that comes into it at all that no one, like sometimes people don't want to be the one to like initiate the conversation to take it to that next stage because they don't. Like people are scared to have that, uh, like be vulnerable and have that like conversation with someone.
0: I don't know really whether I can relate mm-hmm. to that that much. We're
1: not wanting to have that conversation with someone?
0: Uh, well not like th- not being um, that sort of thoughtful about it that I'm thinking about, worried about who cares the least? like showing whether you care or not. I just sort of, I'm at the point now where I just sort of act on impulse. If I want to talk to someone, I'll talk to them.
1: This is a very new development for you. Yes, it is. Because we've had conversations up until, like, the last couple of months where, like, you had gone on a date with a girl and you were wondering when you should text her. Yeah, yeah,
0: I just don't do that now. I just text whenever I want. Yeah,
1: which, like, but that whole idea of being like, oh, no, I can't text her straight away. I'll seem too keen. I've got to, like, wait 24 hours. That's a competition of who can care less. yeah. Because you don't want to make it seem like you're that interested. So you wait a little bit and you have... Taken yep. a step back. I've stopped from, doing that. Yeah. And
0: I've found that um, if I just act on impulse, uh, like if I want to do something, I'll do it and um, just live like that. And mm-hmm. that's been working quite well for me.
1: Mm-hmm. I remember when Simon and I had first had this conversation and I told him that a guy had messaged me, like I literally got home from a date, um, you know, and within half an hour, like he, we both driven home from the date. And by the time I got home, I had a message from him saying like, I had a really nice time tonight. I'd like to see you again. And Simon was like, didn't that like turn you off? Like, wasn't that like creepy? And I was like, no, it was lovely. Like, at least like I know where we stand. Like, it's a good thing. And I remember what I said to Simon was like, if a girl is into you, getting that text is never going to be a turn off. It's only going to be a turn off if she doesn't want to see you anyway, in which case it wasn't going to matter if you sent it an hour or 24 hours later. And I like, I remember seeing this little like, it's like a little light bulb moment in your head where you were like, oh, like if someone likes me, it's really not going to matter if I send them a text after an hour. Or after two days? Yeah. You're welcome. It was a weird side tangent that we went on again. Um, but I do – I don't know. I do think when it comes to situationships that people do – I'm like I'm the same. that we've. I'm like I'm into a guy and like you think he's into you but you're not 100% sure if it's progressing in that direction or not. Like it can be really scary to be the one to initiate that where is this going conversation.
0: Yeah. Are
1: you checking your phone, Simon?
0: Joy's <laughs> just quickly looking. You were looking at yours before. I
1: was looking at the notes that I have <laughs> in my phone for this episode. <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: Yeah, I shouldn't look at my phone um, while doing this because like I'm real like I've got this thing that um, apparently I just go I can't multitask. Like if I'm looking at my phone, I just go I just completely ignore anyone that's talking to me. Did so you hear probably- what I just said? No. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the,
1: yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's actually very profound. Thank you, Simon. I thought we would have an interesting conversation about that, but never mind. Sorry,
0: sorry. It was one second.
1: It it was a bit longer than a second, but you know, (laughs) Simon's really invested in what we're talking about Uh, today.
0: Sorry, sorry.
1: I was saying that it can be really scary to be the one to initiate that, like, where is this going Uh,
0: conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Can you relate to that?
0: Yes, yes, but yeah. it's been a while.
1: Since you've had to have that conversation with anyone? Yeah. Yeah, no. Can can relate to that particular statement. Haven't hasn't arisen for me for a while. Yep. But I do think that's a big reason why situationships like continue on for longer than what they might need to, is because both parties are scared to be the one to initiate that chat. Mm. What if they say no?
0: Well, I'm a little dismissive avoidant boy, so I just um I don't let that conversation happen.
1: <laughs> Run away in the opposite direction. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, me here with my ancient anxious attachment style is like so <laughs> 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 What are we? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh- yeah, um, I don't know, it is, okay, so how do you get out of a situationship then? If someone's listening to this and they're like, man, I've been dating this person for like, you know, four or five months now, whatever it might be, and yet we're still not official and we are in this weird limbo stage. How do they pull themselves out of that?
0: I guess that would depend on how it's affecting you. Like, if you're having a fucking shit time, then I'd just say end it. Mm-hmm. But if you're still, if you're happy with the way things are going, then just mm-hmm. be patient and... Um, roll, roll with it.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, um, we're a big advocate for this on this podcast. Um, communication.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah. Just
1: ask the question. I know I've just sat here saying it's terrifying and it is terrifying, but just ask. Like if you want to be in a relationship with that person and you want it to go beyond the situationship, just ask them where it's going.
0: Yeah, that's just way better.
1: Just literally ask the question. But my one guy's... I'm sorry if you can hear like weather going on at the moment, but there is a freaking cyclone going on outside the house at the moment. This is insane. I have to go to the football later. Anyhow.
0: I wouldn't go. Um, But yeah, uh, around that, like, I reckon like avoiding being scared to ask that question is where you're sort of leading to having a shit time and asking the question will just clear so many things up and just Mm -hmm. make it make it a lot easier.
1: Mm -hmm. The one thing I will say when it comes to asking that question is that you have to go into that conversation knowing that you might not get an answer that you you like or that you want and being willing to walk away if you don't. Yeah, Because there is no point going into that conversation saying, where is this going? That person says, oh, I just want to keep doing exactly what we're doing right now. And you're like, okay, then no worries. And you stay in it because you're going to end up Real fucking miserable if you do that. Yeah. So only have, and this comes like only with anything, only have that conversation if you are willing to accept no, if that's the answer that's given to you.
0: Yeah, but it just brings the inevitable forward. It's not like, Oh, if I don't ask the question, maybe one day we will change my mind and want Mm -hmm. to be with me, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, that's that logic is just never going to work. No.
1: And, like, that goes both ways to guys that are listening to this. If you are with a girl and you were hoping that if you just, like, persist for long enough. Sure, it happens. There is an exception to every rule. But the vast majority of the time asking that question, it's the same as sending the text first. If that person wants to be with you, asking them where is this going – is not going to scare them off. It's only yeah, exactly. going to scare them off if they don't want to be with you.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: you just, as Simon said, you were bringing forward the inevitable.
0: And getting in a relationship with someone like that isn't a good time either.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, you
0: just always feel like you're on the back foot and you're like, you're the reacher or mm-hmm. whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you're always wondering if you're good enough. Yeah. That's not a nice place to be in in a relationship.
0: Yeah, you want to be in a relationship with someone that's like has mutual feelings and wants mm-hmm. to wants to do put in the effort that you want to mm-hmm. put in.
1: Well, you just want to know that they want to be there, really. Yeah. I've been reminded very recently, one of my best friends has recently uh, got a boyfriend We're very happy about it. Um, and she's reminded me, like, so they, they probably only met, it would be less than two months ago that they first met, that they went on their first date, and now they're in a full-blown relationship. Bloody, bloody, blah, blah And it's just reminded me, and this is going to sound like a crazy concept, The dating's actually supposed to be easy. Mm, like, yeah. you're not supposed to have to wonder. Yeah. You're not supposed to have to be confused. You're not supposed to have to, like, ask questions and wonder how they feel about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. End One story. day, Shannon. One day. One day. 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 Forget, <laughs> that, guys. I don't know. It's a nice little reminder, though, that, yeah, like, you're not supposed to, if you're sitting there after, you know, a few dates or a few months wondering if that person likes you or not, they are not your person. Like, straight up, you shouldn't have to wonder. You shouldn't have to be confused.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the other thing I will say about, yeah, getting out of – if you're in a situation, ship, how to get out of one is, yes, ask the question. But as Simon said, if you are straight up not having a good time, don't even ask the question. Just end it. Yeah. Like, you have to know when it's time to walk away.
0: Yeah. If you're um, confused, then it's uh, that's a pretty good mm-hmm. telltale sign.
1: Mm-hmm. But as we say, like – It is okay to, like, be in this limbo for a couple of weeks. I do think it inevitably happens in almost every single relationship as it, like, progresses forward Mm. that you will be in, yeah, weird um, relationship limbo for just a little while, and that's Mm. okay. But if you've been in that limbo for too long and you're just straight up not having a good time, then leave.
0: Yep. Bloody oath.
1: I thought that was quite a good chat. That
0: was that was Shannon.
1: Sometimes I'm really impressed with us when we do episodes. <laughs> Sometimes I get to the end of them and I'm like, Man, that was not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We definitely could have talked about that better, but that was that was a good chat.
0: Yeah. Do you um do you ever like get do your friends that you ever mention do they ever like give you a thanks for the shout out?
1: Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I feel as though Kiara and Danielle are probably not going to be thanking me for the shout out in this yeah, episode, given that I bad mouth their Lord <laughs> of the Rings watching ability.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: My favorite thing, the other the other friend um, who I mentioned this, so Kayla is the married one. Um, her mum listens to the podcast. Wow. Which her mum, so shout out to Selena if you're listening. Um, And her mum loves it because that's how she like catches up on what's going on with the girls. Like rather than Kayla having to tell her stuff, she's like, oh, I hear that Danielle and Kiara have been down doing this because she hears it on the pod and she knows like, even though I often don't use names, she knows who I'm referring to. So I reckon that's one of the most common thank yous that I get is actually like through Kayla, her mum. Oh, nice. Like mentioning, and then Kayla will find out stuff that's going on with me. if Kayla hasn't listened to an episode recently. Yep. And I haven't told her something, then her mum will tell her something that I've said. Yep. And then Kayla will call me and be like, you didn't tell me that this was going on. I'll be like, how did you know that? She's like, my mum told me. Yeah. Weird.
0: I find it's good because um, like I'll know that my friends are actually listening to Mm -hmm. it. So that's good. And they do. All of my friends like it. All of your friends like it? Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I, I think we've dribbled on enough today, I, I Shannon. Think,
1: I think we most definitely have. Um, just as a reminder, guys, applications are going to stay open for another week. So until the 13th of August, yep. they are open to people under the age of 21. Uh, and remember to increase your chances to go back and listen to the previous two episodes to get some code words that yes. you can use. Um, have had some messages from people about the code words.
0: Oh, they ask?
1: Yeah. Well, no, oh, yeah. no, no. They just like they see the code Good words and they're like, they came from Simon, didn't they? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, obviously, <laughs> duh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and um, there was another bit of information that we need that about the month of August, isn't there, Shannon?
1: Oh, right. Forgot about that. I um, yeah, guys, we're taking a little break. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of important. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, we will be, applications will be closing on the 13th, but we are going to take a break. For August for episodes, um, it's just so that we can actually do the whole matchmaking yep. thing. Like, it, it takes a lot of time. We legitimately print out every single application, attach your photos to them and, like, mind map them in the middle of the living room trying to mitch match people together. And it's a bit of a process. So, if we're trying to do that and trying to record as well, um, Simon is going to have to, like, permanently move to Perth for a month yep. and he can't do that. Yep. So, we're going to take a couple of episodes off. We will be back in... Honestly, I'm not going to give you an actual date yet because we haven't fully looked at it, but <laughs> yeah. like, we're taking two episodes off. So yeah. in four weeks' time, yep. theoretically, we yep. will be back. Is that right?
0: Potentially. Maybe six. We'll see. <laughs>
1: We'll go. We'll see how we go. Um, but remember guys, um, we are recording with the couples in September. So you will hear those who have applied of are successfully matched with someone. You will hear from us within the next kind of couple of weeks, Yeah. probably like two to three weeks, probably three weeks realistically um, to let you know when you've been matched with someone and what weekend we need you to be in Perth. Bloody oath. For that. So be excited. Uh, and I think that's it.
0: Yep. That is everything. Uh, well, thanks for listening guys. Um, Obviously, as Shannon said, don't forget to apply if you are going to apply. Get onto that as soon as possible, and remember the code words that'll increase your chances. Um, and uh, yeah, tell your friends about the podcast and and dob your friends in as well for the applications. Um, you know, rate the show, that kind of stuff. Follow, Follow us on
1: Instagram. Us. Do all the bits and pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, have a good week, everyone.